Welcome to Conversations. Tonight's episode of Conversations Radio is brought to you by Curtain Call Performing Arts. CurtainCallPA.com. Check them out. And now, from Los Angeles, here's your host, Mike Dowler. From Los Angeles, I'm Mike Dowler, and this is Conversations Radio. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. And you are. Happy New Year. So glad to have you with us. Man, what a wonderful year we have in store for you. And starting off with a great show, episode 89. I want to thank our guest from last month's show, 88. It was all things voiceover. We talked about Droners, which is a French animated feature that's coming to the States. O.G. Banks, Jet Walker, Cedric L. Williams, and Soso Bianchi. A phenomenal show about all about voiceover and the, the, the projects they've worked on, which are amazing. I mean, just phenomenal animated features. Uh, Jet Walker, of course, best known as the voice of Universal Kids Network. She's done so much, as have OG, Cedric, and Soso. Great podcast. Check that out. That is episode 88. That's on iTunes. That's on Apple Podcasts. You can go to the iTunes store, search Conversations Radio, and voila, they're all right there. Hey, on Twitter, we're on Twitter as well. It's at Converse Radio. That's like the shoe without the E. On Instagram, it's at Conversations Radio. And on Facebook, we are simply Conversations, the podcast. And we have email, conversationspod at gmail.com. Drop us a line. Hey, Happy New Year. Man, 2021 has to be better. And I think that uh, things will open up soon. Certainly, COVID still a factor. Still trying to get around that curve. Um, and, uh, you know, just wear the masks, social distance, um, and be careful. Uh, we're going to get through this. You know, it's a wrinkle in time. Uh, certainly, uh, things in SoCal, a little challenging right now. Restaurants, clothes, movies, theme parks, concerts, sporting events. Yeah. But uh, podcasts are still a thing. So, uh, again, uh, thanks for tuning in tonight and a great, great episode of Conversations Radio. This is 89, the first show of 2021, and uh, we've got a phenomenal guest from New York City, Emma Grace Berardelli. And my co-host tonight from Los Angeles, she's been on before, you know her as Mandy from Netflix's The Big Show Show, as well as shows like The Tick. Uh, Shark Lake, the movie, and uh, musical stuff at the theater as well. And uh, she's a returning guest, returning co-host. She does it so well. From L.A., it's Lily Brooks O'Brien. Lily, hey. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. What's going on with you? How are you? Happy Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. I'm doing great. I mean, I've just been mostly at home trying to stay quarantined and stay safe. Um doing a lot of school and um, auditioning a lot, you know, just trying to get myself out there. And yeah, it's just been, it's been a lot of fun. Now you, you are homeschooled or no, you, you're going to online yes. school, online school. Yeah. And how's yeah, I'm doing online school. I mean, COVID COVID didn't really affect my schooling as much as it did everyone else because I normally do online school. Um, I go to a school called Dwight global, which is a really, really, really nice school. It's based out of New York City. There's like an actual in-person school, but they also have an online version. 
okay. called Dwight Global. So I go to that school along with my good friend Lydia Jewett, who's on Good Girls. Oh yeah. Um, on NBC, and then Lulu Wilson is in my class, of course. Lulu, yes. And um, uh, also Ruth Riggie goes to my school. We take French together. Um, and yeah. Did you tell Lulu I said hi? I did. Yes, actually. Good. And uh, I'd love to have her back on again. She's she's a kick. She really is funny. Yeah. Uh, for sure. And uh, you're doing, uh, of course, uh, again, school at home. Auditions are still a thing. So there's that. Yep. And episodes of The Big Show Show on Netflix. People can check those out where you play Mandy. Yeah. Are you in touch with the other cast members at all? Definitely. Juliet and I, we t- we've, we've talked. Um, her birthday was on December 31st, so I wished her a happy birthday. And um, I haven't talked to Raylan much, um, but I definitely want to catch up with her and hang out after COVID for sure. And hopefully the whole family can get together when, you know, COVID's over and have a dinner. And that would be that would be really, really amazing. That'd be awesome. And again, we had Juliet on uh, not too long ago. Yeah. Great episode. Um, definitely. And, uh, she's she's a kick. Um, just she's on Gabby's Dollhouse now, too. A new, uh, a new show. Yeah. Yeah. Gabby's Dollhouse, which is now. On Netflix, it's in the top ten. I'm I'm not entirely sure who she plays, um, but I know that it's an amazing show, and I'm so happy for her. Yeah, she's done a lot of a lot of. She's she's got that great voice, you know. Yes, I think, definitely. She I definitely think, has like that voiceover. Yeah, like kid TV show voice, and it's amazing. I mean, she's wonderful on screen and on television. I think her real strength is her voiceover stuff. I mean, it's 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 mm-hmm. spot on, and she's very versatile. I mean, Pete the Cat. My God, it's great. (laughs) I love it. So Absolutely. Well, very cool. I'm glad you're here. Welcome back. And uh, my brick wall behind me, I like that. Folks, basically, so you know what's going on, we can see each other, but you can't. (laughs) So I'm in a a soundproof studio here uh, at Curtain Call Performing Arts of Santa Clarita. That's uh, curtaincallpa.com. And uh, just a wonderful facility here that uh, Danielle and David have put up, put together. I've got the room for 45 minutes to do the show. I'll probably get home. My power will be turned off. So, <laughs> But plenty of power here. Let's go ahead and dive in, Lily. And uh, you know our guest. Emma Grace Berardelli is an actress based in New York City. Brooklyn Diker Heights. I understand how I said that right. 12 years old, she is a actress, dancer, and she plays the bass really, really good. Uh, Leland Scalar, famous bass, bassist, we had on the show a while back. He's played for James Taylor. He's played for Phil Collins. Man, Jackson Brown, the Bee Gees. There, it's easier to say or ask who he hasn't played with. Somewhere in the world right now, there's a song playing with his bass line on it. He's, he's that big, but he saw Emma's bass stuff online and said she's well on her way real compliment from somebody who's just a a, a icon in rock and roll and music in general she's all of 12 years old uh she has done uh urban berlin's white christmas annie gypsy ragtime and much much more regional commercials in the new york area and uh she has just been full speed ahead since about three years old, and just never looked back. And um, again, her resume is just, just outstanding. Lily, you ready? Yeah, let's Here we get go. into it. Hello to Emma Grace Berardelli. Emma, how are you? 
Hey guys, I'm doing great. Well, now awesome that I'm here. I just came back from my family had a pizza night. Ah. So we did had we had deep dish pizza from Ooh. Giordano's in um, Chicago. And we shipped it all the way here frozen because I used whoa, whoa, to have whoa, that on tour. Whoa, whoa. So, so you, awesome. So you, ordered, so you ordered a pizza for delivery from Chicago? Yes. Frozen, you know, of course. Because you know Domino's you get it in an hour. So you have yeah, to wait. It's a little bit longer than an hour, but <laughs> yeah. I had Domino's last night. It was very, very good. Was it good? Domino's is the best, you other know, than Giordano's. Movie stars do that, though. Movie stars, like on set and stuff. I mean, I mean, how random is it? That, like, like I know, like Johnny Depp when he was when he, did you see Benny and June? You ever see Benny? No. And June? Okay, so Johnny Depp was in that, and one one day um, on set he just ordered like food from like out of the out of the state and delivered it there. I mean, how, I mean, how random is that? You know, you know, wow. so, yes. <laughs> I mean, you know. I'm not the only one. I guess. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're, you know, but uh, but the pizza was good. It was delicious. It's this big deep dish with the cheese, mozzarella cheese in the crust and sauce on top. And I had it in Chicago when I was on tour in 2019. So I had it at midnight and it's just delicious. And even wow. if it's shipped, it's delicious. Recommend. No. I mean, seriously, Chicago pizza is the best. I remember being on tour for Matilda and uh, we were in Chicago for like three weeks mm. and we had the Chicago like deep dish pizza delicious the best and it was so, so delicious yeah they have so much peach pizza and hot dog i don't know why hot dog but pizza merch mm-hmm. everywhere oh yeah amazing. pizza merch i like that their pizza is incredible also when you were in chicago i'm not sure which theater that you performed at but at the theater that i performed at there was like a um there was this popcorn place right next door i'm not sure if you but what was it I think um what theater did i perform at but it, we got this like caramel popcorn. Really? Oh, I wish. But I was at the Cadillac Theater, and things gotcha. near it. Chicago. Oh, I'm coming to a blank. All I remember is pizza and pizza galore and this big Same. glass tower. This big. Oh ta- yeah, yeah, yeah. Water yeah. tower. The well. I don't. I have no clue. I have no clue. Chicago was really fun though. I really enjoyed Chicago. The Willis Tower, and yeah, Chicago was my favorite place because of Broadway in Chicago too. Now speaking mm-hmm. pi- speaking yeah. pizza, I heard John's pizzas are really good though. Oh yeah, oh John's pizza in New York, yes. that's the best. And I guess there's one on Bleecker Street as well. Uh huh. Yes. There is. Um, there's so many pizza places like every single corner and bagel places here. I'm a big foodie, and this place, whole place, Decker Heights, is a big foodie joint. But I hear yeah. with I hear with John's pizza, the thing is, is you got to sit close to the oven. Because the pizza tastes oh, better. Yeah, yeah. If you're by the oven, that's just incredible. I believe so. Yeah. And it's like a, it's like a superstition thing. So it is. Yeah. When I would, when I would go, like we normally would go to John's Pizza before we went to so go see a Broadway show. We would always sit next to the oven. New York is a, it is a foodie foodie city, for sure. Definitely. I mean, I fit in there. I mean, best Chinese. <laughs> I do too. I feel you, Emma. Best Chinese food, I understand. Best pizza, Italian food. Uh, I understand Rayo's is really good, but uh, it's kind of hard to get into there. That's a famous mm-hmm. Italian restaurant there. Um, but uh, well, good. Well, certainly, you know, you've probably had your share of uh, eating spots uh, in your career so far, Emma, because you've toured everywhere. You started really young. What came first, the dancing or the acting? Well, I started dance very young at three, as you said, and then I did 
company dance. I was company dancer from six years old. And then I started acting when I was eight or seven or eight. Eight, yes. So a little later than dance, but dance just built my confidence and made me into the person and actor I am today. And my first love was dance, but acting didn't take yeah. it away. Just acting came in and took the, over. The stage. The stage is I'm your still- life. Yeah. And was this like, was this like, you know, hey, mom, I want to do this? Or did your mom suggest it? Or how did it all happen? Um, So, yeah. So how I got into acting, well, I always talked to my dolls and read stories to my dog. So my mom's like, oh, wow, we really need to um, take her to an acting school, I guess, because I was just so um, imaginative, I guess. And I went to the acting school and I was like, no, I did not want to do it. I was so shy. I was like no something about me I was never shy but I was very scared six months later I came back and did a fairy tale camp and I did a scene as a rubber duck and I fell in love I got the theater bug and yeah that's how I started acting and then there's another story how I started singing in the same acting school which is pretty funny so let me ask you this auditioning for stage versus auditioning for screen or television kind of different right the process yeah um, yes, I really want to do more television. Like, I'm really interested in that. But as I know, for stage, especially for White Christmas and all the other professional shows, there's so many callbacks, so many rounds and rounds. First callback, um, work sessions, which I did for White Christmas. But there's lots of scenes and songs, and I love singing. But for um, TV, Lily, correct me if I'm wrong. I think there's first the um, either self-tape or you go in and then mm-hmm. just testing. I'm not really sure about the whole thing. I'm really interested, though. Yeah. So for TV, like normally it's like for like TV and film, or at least my experience has always been like you either go in in person or do a self-tape first. Normally I do a self-tape first um, and then they'll call you in like in person and then you might do like two callbacks and then you'll do the testing for the big show show, I did a self-tape, and then I, no, no, I went in person for the big show show first, and then I got a call back, like, it was, like, a month later, it was weird, um, I got a call back, and they wanted me in person in LA, but I lived in New York, I was only in LA for a couple of weeks, so I was already back in New York, and they were like, can, can you be here tomorrow at one o'clock, and it was, like, nine o'clock the night before, and I was like, no. <laughs> so I, I did a self-tape. Funny story, I actually woke up the next morning and I was sick. Um, like I, I caught a stomach bug. So I still had to do the self-tape because it was due that, that, that the next day at one. So I, I did it anyway, even though I was like sick. Like I was, I had the worst stomach ache ever and I was throwing up. It was really bad, but I still did it. So it wasn't my best self-tape, but I ended up getting called in to test anyway even though like I didn't think it was my best but I found out on my birthday at summer camp that it was that I was gonna go that they were gonna fly me out to test and I went in I did the test and then like the day after that like six hours later I found out I found out that I booked it That's and so the crazy. rest is here history yeah and wow. and, and again there's callbacks on stage stuff as well definitely um, yeah. yes a four-way Christmas I first did the audition, the first audition, and then 
I remember getting called back. There was, I think, one or two callbacks, and then there was a work session, and I remember I was more nervous for the smaller auditions, like the first couple ones with not with like two people in the room, but then the last one was a work session with like 20 people in the room, and I was um for some reason not nervous because everyone was so supportive. People literally had their feet up on the tables, like chillaxing, and yeah. I just felt all the love. So that was fit probably my favorite audition well not just because i got it but because also everyone was just so nice in the room you did a lot of community theater to start off with uh gallery players theater is is iconic it's very famous in new york and i guess your first role was baby louise in the musical gypsy yes um remember all of that i remember a lot of that surprisingly and i was eight years old so for the audition actually the same people from the acting school told my mom that there was an open call and I was like, yeah, let's do it. Even though I had no clue what an open call was, to be honest. And also I called the casting directors in the room judges. I have a, (laughs) I have a diary entry in my um, little diary from when I was eight that said um, the judges were so nice and there were so many of them. I sang a little bit of on a good ship lollipop, waited a little bit and I, got it and I was super happy the whole experience just that's when I was like maybe I could start auditioning more maybe I can meet these judges even more and the rest is history Gypsy was a really fun show and Galleries Players was the best really. and you and you came back there several times for different shows as well that's how community theater is and I'm sorry I love theaters like that you see, sometimes you see the same folks as well uh, in productions we've got the Canyon Theater Guild here in Santa Clarita Definitely, Lily, you guys should come up one night and uh, go see a show there because they got great. Definitely. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Uh, they've done everything. And, of course, now they're not doing it because of the because of COVID. But it's community yeah. theater. And, again, it's a commitment, you know, like six months. It's a big commitment for, for doing stage stuff. Mm-hmm. And for Definitely. you, I mean, Annie, Gypsy, Ragtime. But White Ragtime. Christmas, this was huge. Yes, the big, big dream. It was my first Broadway national tour. It was amazing. And you were so on much- the you were on the road. How many cities? Um, so eight cities the first year, and another eight cities the second year because they asked me back for the second year. So sixteen cities in all, which I never thought I would see that many cities in my life because outside of New York, all I saw was like the Bahamas. So it was great. So you're living out of a suitcase, basically. Yes, and talking about suitcases, me and my mom traveled together and. For airplanes, your bag can't be, like, over 50 because, I don't know, the weight of the plane. Right. <laughs> so me and my mom carried a scale, a mini scale in our purse, and we would weigh the luggages because we are heavy souvenir shoppers. Ah. I, did this, I did the exact same thing, Emma. It's a tour thing. I did the exact same thing. It's funny because everyone thought we were nuts. I guess it's just a mom and daughter thing or, like, a parent and daughter thing because yeah, me and my mom did the same thing because we i overpack to the max yeah i had a backpack a roller two luggages and i got super muscles after like the two years same <laughs> so life on the road and you're you're still very young you're 12 now um mm-hmm. but you did this for two two seasons in a row did you know you were going to do two seasons or did they just extend it how did that happen? No, so, no. So the first year I was 10 and a dream come true. I was like, wow, this is an amazing experience. Oh my gosh. I, I was screaming for joy when I found out, but I went on tour 
made so many friends, but I was so sad when it ended. Literally, they had to drag me away from the door, the stage door at the end of the Aww. end of the show. I was bawling. So next year, so they kind of hinted it. They were like, we're going to miss you, Emma, but hopefully we see you around, the Aww. stage manager or like someone. And I was like, oh, I'm probably just imagining things because I'm going to miss it so much. But then they asked me to send a video in of how tall I was, what I've been up to. And then they asked me back for the second year and just as excited. And I was even more excited, not only for the experience, but to also see all the people I love, my white Christmas family. So how, so many, sh- how many shows per week? Um, I think eight shows per week. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. It was wow. classic tour. I loved it. That's- eight shows a week. I have no idea how you did it. I mean, for Matilda, I would only do three shows a week. Oh, yeah. Because well, I we split. Had... Don't worry. I'm not that super like the adults, but I split it with another girl. Was... Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I Lily. Just... On Matilda, we had three different Matildas. So we would do one Matilda would get two shows and the other two would get three. We would switch off. Um, and then we'd have one Matilda on standby every night. So you basically only got one day off. Wow. Where, oh yeah, but um. Matilda. Wow. So it's kind of like my favorite. It's kind of like favorite times were that. Oh, sorry. It's kind of like baseball. Even though you're not playing, that playing in the game, you still got to show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my just... favorite things is that my favorite time. One of my favorite times that I performed was I don't I don't know why, but I perform really well under pressure. Okay. I'm not sure if that's like just me or it's like the performer in me, but I perform really well under pressure. And um, I was doing school, and I forget where this was, but I was doing school, and I was on standby, and Sarah was performing. And it was the end of Act 1, and she hit her head. Ooh. And, um, no, 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 that was the second time, sorry. The first time, the one that I'm talking about, she had a stomach ache, and she couldn't perform. So I was doing school, I was listening to music, and the stage manager tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, how would you like to play Matilda for the second act? And I was like... <laughs> okay so i like i had to very very quickly change into my costume and they had to they had to delay the second act like they had to add more time to intermission because like they couldn't get my hair done in short enough time and i had to go to the bathroom and it was quite stressful yeah but i went on and i did the second act and it was quite fun i don't i don't know why but i i liked the pressure that it put on me i don't know why um this that's so awesome first of all my dream like my dream was to go on mid-show but obviously I would never wish anything bad to happen to any of my classmates but still one day even if um uh, they needed a they needed Susan Waverly or something for some reason that didn't include anyone getting hurt I just really wanted to go mid-show but it never happened thankfully but I was ready I was doing my homework got it done out of the way and I was like I'm just here sitting my costumes are right next (laughs) ready And I have my hairbrush in my hand. Yeah. So it almost happened to me twice. Both times were with Sarah. Sarah, the first time she had a stomach ache and the second time she hit her head. But it, I, I only had to tap out of a show once. I got a really bad stomach ache in the middle of act one. And I finished act one, but for act two, I had my standby Savannah go on. Okay, so yeah. Ma- okay, so Matilda, how long is that, that uh, show time on that, the run, the run time? We were on... We were on tour for eight months, and, and each, we went to, like, each, 16 cities. Each performance is how long? It's, like, 105 minutes, and okay. Matilda's on stage, like, 
95 minutes of wow. the 105 minute show. Wow. Yeah. And well, for for White Christmas? Um White Christmas? Oh, I have no I have no no idea. How long was it? I, I don't know. I my mom would know that because she was in the audience every night. But I was in most of it. Susan was in right. most of it. She came in about the fifth number, fifth or sixth number, and then was in it for the rest of the time. And, yeah, my favorite act was definitely the second act because that was her – if you haven't seen the show, you wouldn't know, but that's her um, Broadway Sue breakout. Oh, wow. She went from Susan to Broadway Sue. Yeah, and Matilda is such a powerful role. I played Matilda in a repertory theater, but just imagine yeah. all that I, I bet you were amazing. Oh, thank you. I'm sure that you were amazing as Matilda, too. I mean, like, that that sounds amazing to, like, you know, be able to do it. I was really, I was really, really lucky. And talk I, about those monologues. Oh, my God. Those, okay, so I remember in rehearsal, we would, we had to learn those. But what we did, I mean, they're so, they're just so long. So what we did is, like, each day, we would work on a different story, um, like, each different week. We were in rehearsal for two months. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a very long rehearsal process, but each week we would have a different story to memorize, and each day we would have to memorize a certain chunk of it so that we didn't have to memorize it all at once. But yeah, those stories are long. You mentioned working under pressure, though, because obviously uh, the dynamic uh, stage versus film, very different, but you wouldn't think Mm -hmm. so. But with musicals, especially a traveling company, there are a lot of people. I mean, it's a lot. and. When you go my backstage, it's crazy. My favorite, some of my favorite times are like the, the funniest ones to like look back on. And like my favorite thing about stage, like Emma, you can elaborate on this, you know, after I, but like my favorite times sometimes, like I mentioned beforehand, like I, I love working under pressure. It's like a weird thing for me, but some of the funniest things to look back on is when something goes wrong. And then, like, you have to figure it out on the fly. That's one of my favorite things about theater, like, just having to figure it out when something happens. Um, like, once the bedroom, Matilda's bedroom didn't come on for story four, and I was I, sp- I was supposed to lay down on the bed, and, like, he was supposed to lay me, like, pick me up and lay me down. So I laid on the floor and just did the, like, did the whole thing on the floor. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, um, like, something that was really fun is, the desks were supposed to move off and they didn't for like five minutes. So we all sat back down and pretended that Miss Honey pretended that she was teaching a lesson for like five minutes until the desks started moving. So that was fun. But like, have you ever had an experience like that, Emma? Um, I'm trying to think back. I, I don't remember. Well, let me see. Oh, okay. So this is not much of a, whoa, there's one mishap was, it was a prayer scene and I was praying and I forgot to say amen and amen happened to be a cue. Oh. And looking back, I was, it was my, one of my first shows. So rookie mistake, but, um, so they were like waiting. I was like, Oh, Bob isn't coming in. That's a little weird. But then looking back, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I forgot to say amen. And I never <laughs> knew that was a cue for like stage things. And, very embarrassed afterwards because I come from a Catholic school. Oh, and a really fun memory backstage. Not really much of a mishap, but in the Fox Theater in Atlanta, Georgia, there mm-hmm. is no backstage passageway. So I had to, in like two minutes, get from one side for the ending of the show. And the 
stage manager actually picked me up, ran with me through tunnels in the basement. So that's something I always love to look back on. And people were like, talent coming through. It was just a joke from the inside with flashlights. And I felt like a queen. Let's go ahead and stop down, guys. Just one second, please. This is Conversations Radio, episode 89. Our guest tonight is Emma Grace Veradelli, and our co-host is Lily 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 Brooks O'Brien. I got there's too many it's too okay. many names here. Okay, Lily Brooks O'Brien and Emma's with us as well from New York City, beautiful New York. Uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram. Tonight's show made possible by Curtain Call Performing Arts Center. Check them out online. That is curtaincallpa.com. And White Christmas, the costumes. Beautiful. The finale costumes. Yeah. Even more beautiful. Betty and Judy, Barbie, they're like Christmas Barbie dolls. And right. I really loved the girl who played, well, both of them, but the girl who played Betty, Carrie's dress was just gorgeous. She was so elegant, like a rockette. Amazing costumes, and my costumes I loved even more, even though they were mostly big jeans and sweaters because right. of Miss Susan. But I got to wear a cute red dress at the end. Yeah, the costumes are very, just wonderful. Very festive. Let me ask you this, both of you guys. Um, do you guys, like, practice the costume changes? Because you guys got to change really fast sometimes. Oh, Yeah. I'm not sure about you, Emma, but we definitely practiced our costume changes. Matilda has this one costume change that has it's ten seconds long, and um, I always tried to. I, I'm kind of a competitive person, so <laughs> it was like a running. It was like a running joke between um, the three Matildas, and it was like we we were trying to beat each other's best times on a um, costume oh, change. Fine. So the Matilda that was on standby would walk out of their dressing room and come backstage for this dress for this costume change and time us. My best time for this 10 second costume change was four seconds. No way. Yes. Oh. I was like the Hulk. I was like ripping off my clothes because all of the clothes are under. Um, like it, So it's the costume change between our school outfit and the gym outfit. We have 10 seconds to do it. But this one time, I was just, like, ripping everything off and, like, trying to figure out, like, the fastest way to do it. But you get really good at it after doing it, like, 70 times. <laughs> I have. Um, wow. Exactly. That yeah. was. I mean, you get out. Four seconds. You wow. get off stage and you're, like, right there, I right? Surpri I surprised yeah. myself, Emma. Like, four seconds. I was like, how in the world did I do that? that one, two, three, four. What? Yeah, it was, like, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi. And I was done. I have wow. a similar costume change in my Christmas, actually. So I came off from from the prayer scene, and I was in pajamas and a robe. And I also had my jeans. Well, not the, the jeans, actually, I didn't have. I just had the shirt underneath and the shoes. Everything was off stage with a small little curtain because the Galanda was too far. The Galanda, um, I think it was called. So I had, like, 10 seconds to come back, full clunky shoes, boots, and a whole sweater so i changed yeah, from shoes are always the hardest yeah and did you ever have like one of those shoe, shoe horns? um shoehorns yes. every time i had to put my school shoes on or take them off they had to put the shoehorn in and that was always the thing that took the longest yeah it was like 10 seconds i can't do four <laughs> but 10 i can't do i had these heels once for act two and thankfully i got to change into them on intermission because i am not a big fan of heels and they were like ballroom dancing shoes for my 
breakthrough Broadway Sue, and it took me half of intermission, maybe more, to get those on. What? Intermission for me was always the time where I would, well, obviously I had to change my clothes, and honestly, the amount of layers that I had to put on, it took the entire intermission, and I was like, I never had time to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a lot of, like, different mishaps, like, of me, like, being late for after intermission, because the clothes take so long to put on, but luckily I never, like, missed my cue or anything, but. See, I had a dream I did once, but I don't think in person. Those, when I was on tour, I had so many nightmares about stage mishaps and stuff. It was quite stressful. <laughs> Again, you've done so much here. Uh, White Christmas. You did a high school musical. Again, this is local theater. Uh, again, at the Gallery Players Chess. Uh, Susical? Oh, yeah, Susical was... Yeah, Susical was in a different theater, but yeah, it's close to the Gallery Players. Okay. And then okay. Uh, uh, Show and Tell. I'm looking at you, just, just, the things here. R- Ragtime. Adam's Family. Mm-hmm. That was one of my yeah. first... Not my first, but like another one of my early shows. But Ragtime yeah. was definitely one of my favorites because I got to um, speak Yiddish. Or, yeah. Oh. Yiddish. And I, all I remember is like, Is that Julie's America? I don't remember. I don't know what it means, but. For Matilda, we had to speak Russian, and like we learned this entire speech, and like I forgot all of it. I have I have no idea what we said. Um, <laughs> and the British a few words that I remember. Accents. Mm, I have always loved a good British accent. It's the most fun thing to do. Both yes. of you, Lily and Emma, you've done so much work, and again, the stage stuff, musical theater, phenomenal. Obviously, New York is the place, uh, and uh, the opportunities are there. Unfortunately, now the challenge is COVID, and things have kind of yes. gone dark for a while. But you're doing stuff virtually. I know, Lily, you've done some stuff with Josh Churchin on the early night show. And Emma, you have as well. And uh, you've been yes. doing some virtual virtual stuff. So tell me about that. Well, yes, I did some. Um, I did Josh stuff with Joshua Churchin. I did his, his show, the early night show. Right. And yeah. I did CODA. Lyrics for Life. That was for advocacy for mental health of children and teens. So we did a lot of um, fundraisers. And White Christmas Cast did a video thanking and raising money for the healthcare workers and nurses. And I really want to shout out the Hans Family Foundation because I was a self-esteem rising ambassador. Basically, the mission of that is to promote, like, good, positive confidence and just be yourself and my motto is be true to you. And I just really love being an ambassador so much. And there's 75,000 participants worldwide. Wow. Benefiting from this. They're That's really wonderful. Just awesome. That is really wonderful. So you're making things work, which is good. I mean, the yes, virtual I thing. Stayed positive. You sang with Lorna Luft. My goodness. <laughs> yes. That is huge. And, How yes, was that? Karen Ziemba, which is a Tony winner, which she's pretty cool wow. too. But Lorna Luft. Um, she she's just hilarious she is like i very iconic even just to walk by her once i had lunch with her and i even decorated her dressing room for christmas really Ooh. So i used to think of her as like a oh my gosh iconic but now i, <laughs> I think of her as an iconic friend yeah she's yeah. Very, very nice very sweet Crazy. and again we talked about how many people are involved in a production like that any musical theater Especially the, on the level you guys are doing, Matilda, as well as you know, White Christmas, huge, huge preparation, huge Definitely. cast and crew. 
Um, mm-hmm. and, and our thoughts are with them through this time as well because obviously they're not working and that's kind of rough. Yeah. But I do share this story. We've all heard about the musical of the producers. And we were in Seattle about about five, six years ago. Maybe maybe, maybe more. Maybe like ten years ago. It's been a while. Um, we went to see the producers. A beautiful theater. Paramount Theater in Seattle. Phenomenal musical. So funny. And uh, next morning we wake up at the hotel. And guess who stayed at the hotel with us? The cast and crew of the producers. <laughs> they were all uh-huh. there. I mean, I mean, literally, they over they overran all the food in the morning, the the, the buffet and all that. But but it was really cool to see them out of their element for a little while and just kind of having their own time. And then they all boarded the bus and went out to the next city. But it yeah, is like, travel days. Look out for them. Well, for us, Ooh. we're all travel on the days, Honestly, we are all there, and it's all like you know, nice. there's. So many people. I remember something that was kind of like stressful is to um, the guy who played the doctor and the escape artist and like he was part of the ensemble. Him and one other person missed their flight, like missed the flight. And they had to get like another flight all the way back. And they were they made it just in time for the show. It was quite scary. But um, yeah, sometimes travel days are really stressful um, but sometimes they're really fun. I remember like working with Austin Johnson, who's um, who played Amanda Thrip. She was also in The Greatest Showman. She played Hugh Jackman's um, oldest daughter. She's a great friend of mine. I love her so much. We were we were besties throughout the um, entire Matilda tour process, and I love her so much. But I remember like we would go get Starbucks every morning on travel days, and we would chill and like watch YouTube videos and. That was some of like so some of my favorite memories from Matilda are definitely on travel days and like especially like everyone hated the bus but I loved being on the bus because like there was so much like bonding time and we played games and hung out and it was always really fun. How many uh, cities for Matilda? I believe it was sixteen. I actually wow. we have a blanket in our we have a blanket in our living room. It's like a t-shirt blanket and we got t-shirts from each city that we went to and we put it all into a blanket and there's a there's a t-shirt on the blanket that has the amount of cities that we went to i'm not exactly sure how many but um i believe it was 16 so is this like all over or is it like east coast or we did mostly east coast i believe wow uh, i can't remember if we did mostly east coast or west coast yes we did mostly east coast and um, emma emma as well East Coast? Um, well, we went pretty much everywhere, I would say, but we <laughs> went from, we did a lot of like Southern places like Kentucky, which the food was amazing going back oh. to food, but to Denver to, yeah. So a lot of Midwest, Kentucky, Denver, in, Florida. in Tennessee. Did you play in Tennessee? Yes. Yes. Memphis. Um, uh, in Memphis? Not in a role place. Uh, not in Memphis, but in, um, oh my gosh. Nashville? Nashville, yeah, Chattanooga and Nashville. Wow, gotcha. Um, Nashville's we we played in Nashville as well. I was asking about Memphis because Memphis is my hometown. Yep. And um, yeah, we 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 luckily the second state that we went to was um so like the first half of the tour was the West Coast mm-hmm. and then the second was the East Coast. So I was on the second, and um we first went to Washington D.C. We were we were there for four weeks. That was where I debuted. Um. I debuted January 2nd um, of 2016, I believe. So that was really fun. Um, But we spent a couple weeks in Washington, and then we went to 
Memphis, Tennessee, which was my hometown. So the second city that we went to was my hometown. So that was amazing. And I got to open there and I got to see a bunch of friends. And it's really cool because the Orpheum is like such a huge theater in Memphis. And like the Matilda, like in the Orpheum, each play, like they do a painting on the wall and everyone signs it. And it's really cool because like in my hometown, like that theater where my love for theater first started my name, like my name is signed on that wall, like with wow. the show that I was in. And it's so cool to think about. Did yeah, guys... we did wall text too. It was, yeah, I, I felt like so famous, but I, I, I know since I was little to sign one and I debuted in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Ah, and nice. I remember that day. Oh, it was so, so fun. My whole family was there. I loved yeah. it so much. It was early November. Yeah, it was great. You nice. played a lot of cities, yeah, my... Emma. A lot of cities, and uh, you got great reviews as well. Uh, so you should be very, mm-hmm. very proud. Thank Lily, you. you were going to say, go ahead. Um, yeah, I was just saying we were talking about the the wall, like the wall paintings in the theater. My favorite one for Matilda is each each play that they did there would like would do a mix of both of their shows, Wait, like posters. Where was it? Where was it? We did that. I have no. I forgot. So what we did was we mixed Hamilton and uh, Matilda. Yes, yes, that's where it was. Were we in the same Um, theater? Possibly. I don't remember the name. (laughs) Sorry. Um, But I remember Matilda did, I remember (laughs) Matilda did like the the Hamilton star and like the the gold background. And then they put Matilda on top of it doing the Matilda pose. No Um, So it was really cool. No way, because yeah. we, we mixed with someone. That's my favorite wall tag that they've ever made in my, like, life. Yeah, and that was my favorite. I'm trying to think, like, what we mixed with. But thank you for bringing that memory back. I think I have it, but, yeah, I'll look for it. A lot of memories. Yeah. Uh, again, so many cities. Does it become a blur, or does everything kind of stand out? Every city, every city is different. I mean, that's, that's a lot. That's a grueling I feel like every schedule. city had, like, a certain memory for me, like, I associate Cleveland with our hotel. Like there was like a game room in the lobby and that's what I associate Cleveland with. Um, I also like, where else? Denver. I associate Denver. like we made cookies oh, wow. in my hotel room. Denver, like it, our hotel room looked like an apartment because we were there for two weeks and cold, beautiful. And a lot of facts. I learned a lot of things about the cold there. Mm-hmm. This is... It was oh. mixed by Christmas with. So she's Kat. showing a picture right now. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry, guys. There I'm showing go. a picture. She, I have no clue what it was mixed with, but it was really cool, as you can awesome. see. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and that's all um, gonna it's all gonna come back. You know, it just takes a little time and uh, yeah. more opportunities Random out there. Permission. You uh, real quickly because you mentioned open calls and casting calls. Now, uh, what do folks want to look for when uh, when they if they want to do this? Did you have to have a manager to start this or no? No, definitely not. Okay. Um, so you can go to open calls on by yourself and like your self-represented will self-represented and you can just put your number as direct, your parents number. And ah, oh my gosh. More pictures. She sh- she's showing <laughs> picture. I'm showing the picture what? of the, the Hamilton mix with Matilda. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Look at so that. Yeah, we all signed that afterward, which was really fun. So I'm guessing we went to the same theater. It was the. Deep- I'm guessing, yeah. It was like red and white, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when we you, had a big yeah. dressing room. A question mm-hmm. from for, for Emma and for Lily as well. Lily, I'll start with you. On your casting call for Matilda, how many girls tried out for that for that role? 
Okay, so this is a long story, but I'm going to make it short so that Emma could talk. But for Matilda, I did the open call. And they loved me, but they were like, you're too young. Sorry. I came back. No matter, like, I I was not defeated. I was like, I'm going to come back. So I came back like a week, a few weeks later. And they were like, you're still too, you're still too young. Um, But I came back a couple weeks later. I auditioned for Matilda for a year straight. Wow. A year. So after those couple auditions, they ended up being like, okay, you're, you know, you're a good age now. And we started this thing called Matilda Boot Camp. It's what we called it. Um, me and my mom, at least. But it was three very long days of auditions wow. for like eight hours a day. It was the entire, what? it was an entire eight hour day. It wasn't in, like, we were there from 10 a.m. until the nighttime. Wow. It was, it was long. But basically the first day, there were 30 girls. They had narrowed it down. Like they had narrowed the open call down to 30 girls. And then the next day it was they lowered it down to like 10 girls. Like they cut, they cut 20 girls and it, it was narrowed down to 10 girls the next day. So like the first day, the 30 girls, we would each go in different groups and do acting, singing, then dancing. Um, and then the next day we did the same thing, acting, singing, and dancing, but only with the 10 girls. And it was more personal. And then the last day, this was in front of like everyone, like the writer, the director, all of the big people. It was five girls. It was me, Sarah, Savannah, and two other girls. And I remember being so nervous and being like, oh my God, I can't believe I made it this far out of all of those girls. Like, why am I here? But I remember doing that audition and I just felt so nervous. And then the next day, you know, like the next couple of days went by. I think like a couple of weeks went by and I had just kind of given up and I was, I was back in New York because I was doing something. But the day that I found out that I booked it was the day that my movie released in theaters. Right. Um, Shark Lake, it was released. It was only in certain theaters in New York and it was only there for like two days. Okay. But I went and I went to go see it in like that big theater in Times Square. And I was super excited and we ran into the movie theater and I, we, we were walking up and I saw my movie poster inside of the theater. So I ran in cause I was super excited. Cause like my movie poster was in a big New York, like movie theater. And when I ran in, my mom got a call from my agent and they, it was my agent telling my mom that I had booked it. And my mom had to keep quiet the entire time that we were in the movie. And um, we watched the whole movie and I was just super excited and then afterwards, we were supposed to leave that night. So my mom was like, hey, let's go take a picture in front of the Matilda Marquee to like mark, you know, this trip to New York. So I, I did it. And I was doing the Matilda pose in front of <laughs> the Marquee. And I was with my friends, Ella, Sophie, and their parents, uh, Whitney and John. And John is like, he is hilarious. But my mom was taking the picture. She was actually taking a video. But um, she was like, um, you are Matilda. And I didn't understand what she, she was saying. And I was like, okay. Um, but she was like, no, like you are Matilda. I still didn't understand it. So John, my friend's dad was like, you booked it. And That's I, great. it was raining by the way. Like it, it was raining and I fell down onto the floor, like the wet, gross New York city floor and was like, on, like it was like sitting on the floor wow. and I was crying. I was so excited. Um, it was a huge day for me. I mean, like, you know, watching my movie in the theaters and then 
finding out that I booked the role, it was a huge day for me. But you wow. kind of feel yeah. like, 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 like you've made it. You, like it's working. Yeah. yeah. So, and for you, Emma, uh, White Christmas again, huge wow. production. What was that process? Yes. I mean, that, how many girls for that? For Susan? Well, so funny story. So a year before I actually like auditioned and booked it, I auditioned – I, yeah, I auditioned and they loved me and they said, oh, we love her, but she's way too, like, um, young. I was like eight or not nine, nine. And I was like early nine. So I was, I guess, just younger than all the other girls. So they're like, come back next year. But next year, I think I was busy around the time. And someone asked my mom, is Emma going to the open call? And my mom was like, no, but now we look like such liars <laughs> but because I got it. But I actually didn't go to the open call. They actually asked for me, and I put away whatever I had, I guess, because they asked for me, and I went in. I said the audition process and all the work sessions. Not that nervous until, like, like not that nervous at the end, especially not that nervous. So I found out I booked it after school one day, pretty chill. My dad asked me, you get to pick dinner tonight. I was like, what? And mind <laughs> you, this was the day after the audition after the last edition and it was a holiday for I forget which um like it was a, a holiday so I was like I, I'm not gonna hear anything back today so I just put it out of my mind and I we were eating dinner and then my mom and dad put my agent and manager on the phone and I found out I got it and they gave me this gift and it's actually hanging right there it's an ornament that said keepsake and my mom was like I don't think I understood at first it said like take this and travel with your heart and I was like what I don't understand but then I realized and I was screaming for joy and I will remember that forever but yeah That's so I, sweet of the addition that is so wonderful. I'm glad that I got called in because we didn't go to the open call and for whoever asked my mom we're not liars we did not go to the open call <laughs> but we still got it but again I want to remind folks that as fun as it is you guys are working actresses, and yes. and again, your your equity, I understand. Mm-hmm. Lily, your equity as well, and your yes. and your SAG. So um, yes, equity and SAG. Emma, SAG card yet? Um, no, not yet. It's coming. But... It's coming. You're gonna get it for sure. I think folks need to remember that that it, it's it's you're working. I mean, it's 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 amazing, and you bring a lot of joy to everyone. Uh, these it's nothing better. Uh, at least in my mind, than going to see a production on stage. Uh, I've seen a lot of stuff. Um, still haven't seen Hamilton yet. Neither, but oh, it's really? on Disney yeah. Plus. It's not well. It's yeah. on Disney Plus. I saw it. I got version. to see it in person a few years ago. Um, it was so good. I actually had a very interesting experience getting to see the show. Oh, I yeah. was like front. I was like in the very front almost, and there was a couple rows in front of me, and this guy he was sitting in front of me and I, he turned around for a second and I was like, Oh my God, that's Justin Balladoni. And I watched, I watched this guy on the show, Jane, the Virgin. And then he was also, he also directed um, five feet apart. He hadn't done that at like at that point, but he directed five feet apart and um, he directed clouds um, that movie on Disney plus, but I saw him on the TV show and I was like, oh, my God, that's Justin Balladoni. And I was freaking out. And at intermission, I walked up to him and I was like, hi, oh, my God, I'm a huge fan. And we got into a whole conversation because I told him I was an actor. 
and that I was like really into, I really wanted to do film and TV. And we got into a whole conversation and like he was giving me advice and stuff. And he was like, hey, if you're ever in LA, DM me and you can come visit us on set. Sadly, it didn't happen because as soon as I was in LA, their show got canceled and they were finished filming. But um, it was still a really cool experience. I don't think he remembers me, but it was like the advice that he gave me still sticks with me today. And it was really, really cool. That's awesome. And actually, something like that happened to me exactly the same, but not the same <laughs> person. But yeah, yeah. Um, in I was watching Town, which is an amazing Broadway show. Oh, my God. I want to see that so bad. Recommended when it comes back. But I looked behind me because I heard noise, and I saw Milo Mannheim, who plays <gasps> Zed in the Zombies movie on Disney. Goodness. And I the whole show, I was like, He's right behind me. He's right behind me. He's so, I cannot. <laughs> you were uh, you were fangirling big time. Mm-hmm. Sounds like yeah, mm-hmm. huge. And then at intermission, I I was like I couldn't speak. I couldn't walk up. And he's like, hey, he started talking to me. And then he's like, want a picture? He even made a video for my sister who um Aww. who actually couldn't make it because of cheer. But Aww. nicest person I've ever met. And that's I, so sweet. Big fangirl moment. So it's crazy. There are so many moments that I like fangirl so much. I got to go to a premiere right before COVID started, like literally right before COVID started. Um, And it was like, I'm not sure if you guys watch Riverdale, but um, KJ Appa was the main role in it. Like it was called, I still believe it was his movie. It was a really, really sad movie, but I got to go to the premiere and I was freaking out because I like got to walk the red carpet and I was like, why am I here? And I was like, oh my God, this is freaking amazing. And I invited my, um, the girl who plays my sister, Raylan. And then my friend Lydia was also there, the girl who I go to school with. Um, so we were walking the red carpet and like people were interviewing me and I was like, oh my God, what is happening? Like, this is my dream come true. And, um, we all sat down at the, at the theater. KJ Appa comes walking right down the row above me and he sits like a few seats behind me and I'm like oh my god and a couple of people from Riverdale were there like Casey Cott the guy who plays uh well frick I forgot his name um I don't know his name but he is amazing and then the guy who plays I'm not gonna spoil anything I shouldn't say this because I don't know his name Spoiler alert. um and then just a bunch of cast members from Riverdale were there and I was freaking out but honestly that didn't even like make me really freak out what did make me freak out was the fact that sarah drew was sitting <gasps> behind me the girl from great wow. was sitting right behind me, like right behind me literally really? and i was i would oh. die i love Grey's anatomy with all my heart pumping in my heart i'm so, the biggest fan in the world biggest it's a small world. world it's a small world i was like April Kepner is sitting right behind me. April Kepner is sitting right behind me. So at the after party, we like drove over to the after party and I went to the bathroom and I walked out to wash my hands and April Kepner. No, no. Standing right next to me, washing her hands. No. And I freaked out and she walked out and I was like, oh my God, I have to, I have to go introduce myself. So she was sitting at a table talking. And when she was done, um, I went up and I was like, hi, my name is Lily Brooks. And um, I'm a huge fan. And I got a picture with her, and she was so nice. Send me that, please, please. I will, I will. <laughs> oh, my God, I was freaking out. That was, like, my biggest fangirl moment ever, because Grey's Anatomy is, like, my favorite show on Earth. Mine, too, literally. And 
April Kepner met me. I got to meet April Kepner. Oh my god, I love it. It's anime. Obsessed. Even, even working Ooh. actresses, even working actresses get fan, fangirl. I know? was so confused. <laughs> I was at this premiere. Like there were so many, so like incredibly famous people at this premiere, and I was like, "Why am I wow. here?" Oh my gosh, yeah. So I literally right before this, I was watching the um, um, they were raising the whole cast of Grey's Anatomy was raising money. I and wanted to watch that, on. but I had a class. Mm-mm. Guess who came on? Guess who came on? Um, her name starts like her name's a state. Arizona. She came on. She came on. That's hint- I'm, I swear that's her hinting she's coming back. It has to be though. Yeah. Sorry, we're like ranting about. No, you're good. Anime. I am. I have rewatched that show multiple times, I'm and they have sixteen right seasons. I finished the whole same. <laughs> same. I have watched the entire show, and I'm currently rewatching it. I'm, I'm on like season six again. Um, season six, seven, and eight are my favorite because Lexi my- and oh. Mark. Oh. Sorry, we're not going to spoil anything. When do you have no, time to watch anything. TV? That's what I want to know. Because you guys, what'd are, you say? When do you have time to watch TV? Because you guys are always so busy. That's midnight. Uh, yeah, midnight. <laughs> oh yeah, I stay up and like I, before I go to sleep, I watch Grey's Anatomy. Awesome. And reading my book. When I, mm-hmm. yeah. Reading my oh my god, Grey's Anatomy is so good. I was freaking out. Like Emma, this was like a huge moment for me. I was like, oh my god, April Kepner is sitting right behind me. I am and, so like, jealous of you. In the best the movie was so emotional. And we were all crying, and I was like, "The mo- it's a really, really sad movie. And I, I looked behind me, and I was like, you know, just like, because, like, April Kepner's sitting behind me. So, like, I looked behind me, and, like, I was crying, and she was crying. I was like, oh, my God, what is Sharing happening? Sharing emotions. Oh, and so there's one month, 18 days, 25 minutes, and five seconds until the next Grey's Anatomy episode. The wow. <laughs> makes me so happy. That is so awesome. You know, I'm obsessed. Um, Who's your favorite character? Go ahead. Um, either, oh my gosh, Amelia, probably, Amelia. Amelia's really, really, really good. Mine? Oh, Jackson Avery. Oh, okay, yes. 100%. <laughs> Jackson Avery and Derek Shepard. Oh, Derek, of course, of course, of course. Okay, sorry, Mike. That's okay, no, okay. you're speaking about- We'll about, move on now. It's about fangirling. Uh, the, other, the other side of the coin, uh, you guys get spotted. I know, Lily, you get spotted all the time. Mm-hmm. For for um for your yeah. book. and and um, Emma you've been spotted for many years um ago? on tour once okay. yeah I think in a in I don't know a store or like a museum because wow. they saw the show but it was cool, Very cool. I've never been spotted in my it's life it's kind of weird yeah it's kind of weird because especially because of COVID like our show came out during COVID so whenever I'm like out in the store like I have my mask on yeah. so like not that many people have noticed me. Um, but I was in my apartment complex one night, and uh, me and my friend Glory were playing games, and we were, like, just sitting in the courtyard, no masks on, because, like, we were social distanced, but right. there was no people in the courtyard, but someone walked by, so we put our masks on, and this girl came up to us, and it was her and her mom, and she was like, this this wasn't even about my show, but she was like, so are you guys babysitters? Like, how, how old are you guys? Like, she was looking for a babysitter. Right. And we were not babysitters, but we were like, yeah, we're babysitters. Oh, no. <laughs> she was like, how old are you guys? And we were like 14 and 15. And this mom was like, well, I'm, you know, if you guys are ever available, we would love to have you. So we actually started a babysitting club. Right. But what happened afterwards was um, it, 
the daughter walked away and she came back running to me. She goes, are you Mandy from the big show? And I was like, I am. And she was like, oh my God, that's so cool. My babysitter's Mandy from the big show show. <laughs> that's awesome. That yeah, is awesome. She's so sweet. Her name's Aubrey and I love her so much. We that's are so- out of time, guys. This has been a oh, wonderful, oh, yeah. we went over. So Emma, will you come back on again sometime? Of course. Of and course. Lily, she I know the answer is yes. Amazing. I don't have to ask them. Yes, I had um, so much fun. Uh, Me too. And I learned so much about both of you. Emma Grace Berardelli, got your name right this time. Thank you. Perfect. Like Jaredelli, um, yes. Yeah, there you go. Um, how can they follow you uh, online? Follow my Instagram, official Emma Berardelli, my TikTok, um, Emma Broadway Baby. Um, my website is www.emmagraceberardelli. My Facebook is just Emma Berardelli. And yeah, I post singing and bass clips all the time, like every week. And yeah, I just love Instagram. So just check me out on there. And, and I'm the, going to make a Twitter. And Stay the tuned. bass thing, you, you're a phenomenal bass player, by the way. Thank you so much. Yeah. I love the bass. It's yeah. my favorite thing to do in the world. I just feel so in control. And I am just honored that um leland schuyler said such nice things about me and yeah i will keep continuing to do the bass um as long as i can and just mastering it and i've been doing virtual lessons okay since march with my teacher antonio so thank you antonio just so wanted to say that leland schuyler's got a youtube page as well and he posts um mm-hmm. uh, i think i watched one of his videos you can you can you can, you can um he shows you how to play different things he's played on um check you know, it out and uh, definitely check that out. Again, what a joy to talk to you. And uh, you're, uh, the world is your oyster. You've got uh, a bright future oyster. ahead. And uh, you've worked very, very hard for your success. And uh, it's going to uh, pay off. And it has paid off. So uh, really enjoyed talking to you tonight. Thank you so much. And Lily, how can they follow you? What do you have going on? Of course, St. Jude. Let's mention St. Jude real fast. You're doing yes, stuff for them. Um, I'm I'm a uh, I'm St. Jude's Young Hollywood like ambassador. I'm their youth ambassador basically. So um, St. Jude is a huge part of my life, and I support them one thousand percent. It's a big, it's a big thing for me. I lived in Memphis, Tennessee, or I lived in Memphis, Tennessee, growing up, and I knew multiple I knew multiple um, friends who were treated at St. Jude. And the work that they do is just absolutely incredible. And I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to, to be their youth ambassador. Um, I mean, if you guys are able to donate, anything helps. Right. You can go to stjude.com to donate. I mean, seriously, anything helps. Because basically, St. Jude's mission is to help find the cure to cancer. And they also right. help treat hundreds, uh, hundreds and hundreds of kids at their hospital. And... Um, their main goal is just to help the children out there who are suffering and they just want to help them. And they, they do so much research and so many clinical trials that anything that they find out, they share with the world so that even if they're not being treated at St. Jude, they still get the same amount of care and the same treatments that they would if they were being treated at St. Jude and any child or any family that is treated at St. Jude, they do not have to pay for a single thing. Not, not their housing, not their treatment, not, um, food, not anything. So all of the, all of the donations that you guys are giving can help pay for everything. Like all of their don all of their donations go towards the treatment, the food, the housing, the transportation, everything. So it's, it's a huge thing for me. So go to stjude.com to donate and anything is anything helps. I promise. And thank you, Danny. Thank you, Danny Thomas, by the way. 
yes. who you know basically started this and really sacrificed his career mm-hmm. for 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 Saint Jude's. I mean, it's, it's amazing. You have one more thing, Lily? Go ahead. Yeah, uh, your question was where can people find me? My yeah. Instagram is Lily Brooks O'Brien. My TikTok is Lily Brooks O'Brien. Um, my Facebook is Lily Brooks O'Brien. My Twitter is I am Lily Brooks. Alrighty, and again, look for Lily Brooks on Netflix. Mandy on the Big Show show. He's such a big teddy bear, isn't he? Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> he is amazing. I miss him so much. He actually sent me a Christmas gift, which I was really excited about, and I miss him so much. Awesome. Lily Brooks O'Brien, Emma Grace Berardelli, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This was so fun, really. It really was. Next week, another show coming up, Ava Bianchi will be joining us. Ava's an actress. Uh, her sister Soso was actually on last month. So Ava Bianchi will be on next week, and the co-host will be the lovely Bonnie Gordon, a uh, great friend, and uh, you've seen her on all kinds of stuff. So uh, these guys are still showing pictures. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so catch us there. Hey, again, guys, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. I had so much fun. This was amazing. This was a blast, and I learned so much about you both. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, thank you, really. Thanks, guys. Hey, Happy New Year. Again, thanks to Curtain Call, Performing Arts of Santa Clarita. CurtainCallPA.com. Thanks to Daniel and David Goro for allowing me to use this beautiful space here today to uh, do this episode. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. This is Conversations Radio. So long. (laughs) 